Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey. Did you try to come in early on the Hey, Girl, Hey? I know I did. You Mm, just like jumped up. You're so happy to say, hey, I just saw you yesterday in person. Amazing. The first, I mean, well, we saw each other on vacation. I right? know, but then we went back to normal, which is, I don't see you except on Zoom. And then we had I a know. book club meeting. Yay. I love book club. Yeah. I love book club. So. In, in person for the first time since the pandemic. Yes. Or, well, the first, uh, yeah, we went to a restaurant. So that was. Did we, go to, did we go for book club? For book club, you came to my house one time in the cold yeah, weather. Yeah, but we were all outside yeah. and masked up and still yeah. afraid we're going to yeah. give each other the cooties. Yeah, so this felt so much was, better. It was still nice, but yesterday was great. I was able to actually put on makeup. Okay, that was. <laughs> I know other people have been putting on makeup through the whole pandemic. I haven't. I haven't either. <laughs> it's funny because I had on makeup too and I was wearing this. I'm so excited. I don't care to wear foundation that often, but since we had our Hawaii trip, mm-hmm. I have, uh, let's say, toned it different now. So I'm a little darker and now my foundation is perfect. And so it's like, well, I want to wear it, it some really more while perfect. it's perfect because it's not perfect the rest of the year. I'm always mixing it up. And so... Um, I went to Hawaii and got an awesome um, tone adjustment. That's what I'm going to call it. I got a tone adjustment and now my makeup fits. So there. It looks great. (laughs) Thank you. And what a great entree into our conversation today about travel some more. We are bringing to you, Ramel, tell us who we're having. Jennifer Stafford. I was going to do the drum thing. I just didn't do it fast enough. Oh, you didn't do it I'm fast sorry. enough. I'm sorry. That's no. right. One day. No. Post-production. We'll fix it. <laughs> One of these days we will have a post-production. <laughs> yes. But no. And until then, just Jennifer Stafford. And <laughs> well, I, can I just tell you, I was so excited because we got so much information from her for the first episode about our trip to Hawaii. If you missed it, you have to go back and check it out because there's still some great tips in there that she gave us. So, But we have more. So let me take a moment to yep. introduce you to Jennifer and uh, then we'll jump into it. Jennifer is a business analyst by day and a travel enthusiast by night. Romel, what do we have to do to be travel enthusiasts? I'm kind of feeling like I might be one. I don't I don't know. I oh I am. I just have I don't have the funds to figure it the rest of that out. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to ask questions about that. All right, all right. We figured that part out yet. Right. But I am a travel enthusiast. Yes. I, I'm I, I'm getting there. With mm-hmm. over 20 years uh of travel experience, she told us that she's turned her hobby into a lifestyle. All right, mm-hmm. now, that right there in and of itself is intriguing. I'm like, hobby into a lifestyle of travel. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling that. I don't know if I told you, but after our Hawaii trip, I decided I want to be a beach bum. Eat beach bum, I yes. Do. You have told us. <laughs> I, I don't know. I want to make sure everybody understands that that is going to be my next career. And uh, uh, so I, I, I like the way she said it. She's turning a hobby into a lifestyle. So yes, that's what so I'm going to call it something better than beach bum. <laughs> I think it's great. Well, we just want to welcome Jennifer to our show because, hey, who are we going to get better information from than someone who 
is an enthusiast. She's a travel enthusiast. <laughs> That's what we need, right? Welcome, so, Jennifer. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you for that awesome introduction. <laughs> I love it. And I so relate to being a beach bum because I totally am. Like every vacation that I book, like we spend one day where we just go to the beach. Like I have to go to every yeah. single beach, wherever I'm at internationally, like we have to have a beach day. That's part of my vacation mm. um, agenda is like making sure there's a beach somewhere close by. Uh-huh. I love it. I, I love that. Yeah, let me just ask you, this is, I didn't plan to ask you this, but how many, do you know how many countries you've been to? I'm curious. I think um, probably like 40 plus. 40 countries? Yeah. 40 countries. Yeah. I can't. I'm not yet an enthusiast, Ramel. (laughs) I'm a want to be. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter how many locations. It's just to have that desire to want to travel. Like it's something I'm going to do. Like I didn't start out doing this. It took me years to get to this point to where. I could do three to four international vacations a year. So before it was just like one a year and you build up and then you're like, as you go to different places, you're like, oh my God, I want more, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's really where that passion, where I say I turned my hobby into a lifestyle because now it's like I work to go on vacation. Like that's my thing is that, okay, I can suffer through three months of stress on my job because every three months I'm going to take a vacation. Like that's ultimately like, that's what my you lifestyle live. it's like you yeah, work you exactly. for that vacation yeah because it's an education it's a lifestyle it's just I don't know for me like the minute I hop on that plane it's like okay my superpowers kick in because it's a whole new life like when you leave the states and I'm sure you felt it like even when you went to Hawaii it's just a different feeling mm-hmm. like you I don't know. It's like your aura opens up and it's like, oh my God, you're seeing things you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. You're learning about history and I'm a history buff. So that's another big thing. So when I go to a different country, it's just like learning their history, seeing all these um, tourist attractions and just seeing things that you don't normally see. So I love that. Yeah. I I definitely understand that. I think like Every time we go on vacation, I think it opens you up because you don't have to pay attention to anything else. Like there's no carpool. There's no boss breathing down your neck. Wait, Ramel, you don't check your um, work email or anything? Okay. No, (laughs) absolutely not. I don't take my laptop. I don't like, I don't even watch TV. Like when I go to another country, it's like I'm completely zoned out. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get me to work. Like, it's completely turned off. Like, don't even oh, think about wait it. A Do minute. not disturb. Wait a minute. When you travel, aren't you working? Isn't there somehow work involved? In- nope. No. Okay. Said, nope. nope. Not at all. Not, not okay. at all. Okay. Like, you don't know me for the next seven days. Like, <laughs> um, business analyst too. Like, do n- you're really going to get do not disturb. Like, I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to talk about business. I don't check my emails yeah. at I shut down. Mm-hmm. The only thing I use my camera for, I mean, my phone for is my camera mm-hmm. and to like, look at my agenda, like for my notices, right. like for my excursions. Uh-huh. But other than that, you get nothing. It's shut down. Denied. I'm truly denied. on vacation. I did denied. a, I'm t- Listen, I, denied. I did a, uh, uh, what do they call it? A vacation? You know, the email that goes out when you're on vacation, whatever that's oh, called. Oh, yeah, yeah, out of office. I did an all out of office one time just internally to my company. 
And it said at the end, if you must contact me during my during this time, you can reach me at Disturb Twanda's Vacation at TwandaBaker.com. That was it. It was called Disturb Twanda's Vacation. You have to type those in in order to reach me. <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely no i'm 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 just not doing it no got it Mm-mm. absolutely not the building can be burning down that's not I'm my not problem the person to call that's not- i'm not the person to call that's a pto is just that time off, time off. Bye. bye that's right well i'm curious now you have done a lot of traveling obviously over the last 20 years so you've Clearly. seen how travel has changed Mm-hmm. And I know that travel changed once we when we experienced 9-11, but now we have this big pandemic that's happened to us too. And Happening. it's affected travel a lot. So um how is how have you seen travel change now that we're getting back to it? How have you seen that change? Um, of course the mask, having to wear the mask all the time in the airport. Um the COVID test, of course, and now certain countries are like, you can't enter unless you're vaccinated. So mm. that's huge. So I think long-term, do I think that that will stay? No. Okay. Because I think, um, because so many people are reluctant to get vaccinated, especially here in the States. Um, I think a lot of countries will lose out on the tourism if they put that restriction on their long-term saying, hey, you can't enter if you're not vaccinated. Mm. Um, I think that'll be a, a big decrease to their tourism dollars because just look at the numbers um, here. Like not everybody's doing, I'm mean, getting a vaccination and they're going to be like, okay, well, why would I travel there? I'll just stay locally. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't have to go there. I think. Okay. You so know. you think that these changes that we've seen are just, are going to be short lived. You think things will well, come back? That, yeah. I think that, um, um, requiring a vaccine to travel to be vaccinated mm-hmm. I don't think that I think it's for short term I don't think it'll be long term mm-hmm. um, but I do think like the mask and the sanitation will continue just because you're in such a confined space and you have people coming from all different countries so I think the mask I think we're going to see that for a long time got you hmm. anything else you think might be changed forever in our travel um, thanks to the pandemic no because like when you try, like ultimately the only thing right now is just the mask and vaccines and taking the COVID um, test. So I think that the COVID test will continue to have the negative COVID test. I think that'll definitely continue, but I just don't think that they'll long-term continue to make the vaccine, you know, the vaccination required for you to travel to certain locations or certain countries. Hmm. I kind of like the idea of being vaccinated and not having to take that stupid test. I, because we had to run, uh, really go through hoops with taking mm-hmm. the test to go to Hawaii and taking it by certain people by a certain time. Um, I, I found that annoying, and I want that to go away. I don't think that's going to go away. Oh my gosh! Anytime soon, because remember that's just for um to return back to the United States. No, we didn't even do you one know? to return back. We just because right. we didn't well, go because out. Hawaii, of the yeah, Hawaii, yeah, because Hawaii's um domestic right. but if you go outside the country any international trip you have to have a negative COVID test to return mm. so I don't think that's going to change anytime soon as long as you know we still have the Delta variant and we're still dealing with COVID yeah. until it's completely maintained the United States I think will keep that in place okay 
Okay. Good to I know. Mean, Good to know. Because I, yeah. I am going somewhere out of the country this year. Uh, so I'm going to have to deal with that craziness. Um, yep. So, okay. Well, thank you for helping. And depending on where you're going, you have to have to go have a negative test to go there and then a negative test to return back home. Yeah. Gotcha. With other countries, is it like, I mean, because it the process was a little scary <laughs> um, going to Hawaii. There was like, you had to, like Swanda was saying, you had to have the right test. You had to have the right right place to have it and Mm -hmm. you had to sign up on the website is it more streamlined with other countries or is it the same kind of process well I think it's more streamlined because most of the hotels offer free COVID testing so they Mm. will do it for you that's good so what I do ideally for my clients that travel outside of the country I definitely try to book a resort a hotel that that's reputable that offers the COVID testing so as soon as you check in they'll schedule your test your return test and you'll get the results. So they'll do everything in-house for you. Oh, that's so great. it makes it a lot easier. Um, whereas if you go to some hotels that don't offer it, you have to find the la- I mean, the place to go um, do your test mm-hmm. and you all have to pay anywhere from, you know, a dollar to $200 for a return test. So, Got you. you know, I, I suggest that, you know, people are booking on their own. You always want to look at resorts or hotels that offer the free COVID testing for you to um, return. Let them let them deal with the paperwork. All right. right. OK, because now I am I'm transitioning my thoughts from ooh exciting traveling the world to I need some help. I don't want to figure this out by myself. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I want travel to be fun and exciting and something I mm-hmm. look forward to. And now I'm thinking, I want to have to think of all these things. <laughs> I want somebody else to help me plan my vacation. And that's, the, and that's why you need a travel agent because the travel agent, the first thing she's going to do is search that country, go to the embassy, see what the hot spots are, see what the requirements are, just like with you guys, mm-hmm. like, Hey, this is what you have to do. Here's the link and just get, that's what the travel agent you're paying, well, you're not paying her, but that's what her um, responsibilities are is research. Nice. Okay. And to take away the stress. So you don't have to think about it. You just give us the dates. Where do you want to go? What type of hotel do you want to stay in? Mm -hmm. You know, we're asking you preliminary questions, but ultimately we go research, look at all the resort, I'm a resorts or hotels, look, read the reviews, Mm -hmm. you know, to determine, um, what package or what options fit you so that you have the perfect trip, you know, because on your own, would you really know? Because a lot of people don't know, like I have to have a return COVID test. Oh my God, how do I get a return COVID test? When am I supposed to take it? Right. If you're booking it on your own, you have no idea. And a lot of the mistakes that I see people make when they book on their own, especially when they're going to another country is they'll have a connecting flight and they'll book a connecting flight within 40 minutes. There is no international um, airport that you can get through in 40 minutes for a connecting flight ever, <laughs> ever. It takes you 40 minutes. Yeah, it takes you 40 minutes to get off the plane. <laughs> and then you have to go through customs and then, you know, God forbid, please don't have any problems when you go to customs. If you're looking sketchy or whatever, they're going to, you know, delay you, ask you questions. So it's crazy and there's a long line and if you need a visa okay you have to go to another line to it's just too much it's like there's no way you need a minimum of like two and a half hours for a connecting flight if you're going um international oh wow wow yeah and that was one thing I mean like I haven't gone international where 
I've had to connect a uh, make a connecting flight, but it's something I would never have thought of. Like when I'm in the United States, I'm like, I want something to be like an hour at the very most. <laughs> I'm like, right, link this thing up so I can get on my way and be on my vacation. So had had we like we talked about this particular issue, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have missed my flight yes. <laughs> no matter where I was going. I would have missed it because yep. I would have been looking for the absolute closest connection. So yeah, and you can't do yeah, you can't do that internationally because it's so different. Because you have to go through customs, you have to go through their TSA, and then even though you've gone through security, you still have to go through security again to go to your um, connecting flight. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you have to go through the screener again, take off your shoes, you know, take your backpack off, walk through there. And then when you get to your gate, depending on um, what, like sometimes they'll, they'll screen you and they'll say, okay, well, we need to double check her at the, at the gate. Mm-hmm. You have to go through another one. Got you. So you just never know. It's like, yeah, it's better to have, you know, too much time waiting then not enough. And then also you want to have enough time for your luggage to make it on the plane too. To your connecting flight because if there's not enough time guess what your um your luggage is not going to make it on that flight and you're not going to see your luggage until the next day or sometimes two days later oh my god okay i'm sorry that yeah. was just a nightmare to just just what oh my <laughs> gosh that'd be horrible so yeah you've actually thrown in quite a few fantastic tips um already i wanted to rewind on something that you said now i know this because i've used you and other travel agents before but I want to ask this question because I think there may be people who are curious. How much does it cost to use a travel agent? Well, you, um, it doesn't cost the client anything to use a travel agent because the way the packages are set up, there's always a commission on every package that the airline and the hotel pay. Mm-hmm. So you don't pay that. So what happens is even if you go, if you book it online yourself, let's say you go straight to Delta or straight to the hotel and book it yourself. Mm-hmm. Your fare already has a commission. So whoever is at Delta, the next person up is going to get that commission. Mm -hmm. The same for like a hotel. So like if you go to Expedia, you're paying a commission. If you go to Priceline, you're, I mean, the company is paying a commission. Mm -hmm. You don't pay a commission. Mm -hmm. So it's just what the company will pay for that package. Because what they're looking at is you're bringing new business to us. We would have never gotten this customer if you hadn't selected us. Right, okay. So that's why, like, if you, like, if you go to Expedia and you look at a package and you book it, it's pretty much going to be the exact same amount as your package with your travel agent, Mm -hmm. because we're third party. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a third party, unless you book directly with the airline or with that, if you go to their website and book it yourself. So yeah, you, the customer doesn't pay the commission. It's just like with real estate, when you're paying, I mean, you're buying your house. Mm -hmm. The real the realtor gets the um, commission on the property is standard. Right. All right. So now that we've got the cost out of the way, I can afford free. So that's good. Yep. Um, <laughs> is there any situation where I don't need a travel agent for my trip? Well, I think that if you're like just doing something like you know domestic and like for work, like hey, I got to book a flight to go here in a hotel, and you know it's just something standard, then you're not, you know. You really don't have to. I think for the most part for people like for planning weddings or going international, I think you absolutely do need a travel agent just to do the research for you. Yeah. 
Um, I like that. And then if you're not knowledgeable of travel, you know, definitely reach out to a travel agent, you know, to, to even educate you on the stuff that you need to know. Like when you're going to a certain location, hey, be wary of this or, hey, here are some great spots. I've been there before. Just to give you that inside scoop, that information is valuable. Mm-hmm. Nope. I, I agree with that. I I want to travel, but I also want to not have to stress over preparing to travel. Mm-hmm. Some people love organizing things. It's not me. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> nope. If I could have afforded yep. someone to plan my wedding for me completely, I would have, but I was broke back yeah. then. And so now <laughs> it goes on my resume as something I did. <laughs> and, that's, and that's ultimately what it boils down to. Because if you're that type of person and you enjoy the research and you're organized, by all means, like, hey, you're per- that's, this is suited for you because I was that person. Mm-hmm. Like I would always plan trips and my friends would be like, well, hey, help me plan my trip. That's ultimately how I started, uh-huh. you know, doing the travel agency. It was just something that I enjoyed and I was really good at. And people were like, okay, well, hey, can you help me? So I'm like, okay, well, I can start getting paid to do this. Right. So right. that's how it happened. Well, when if I'm looking to take a trip and I'm looking to use a travel agent, I mean, are all travel agents the same? Do they all have the same access to the same packages or would a type of trip mean that I would need a type of agent? No, um, it's pretty much like, okay, like um, like Amazon, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that kind of makes sense. So I I think that each travel agent, um, depending on who their parent company is, they have different vendors that they work with. Okay. You know, um, so ideally, like they'll spend, like for me, I I really like to specialize in international trips. I really don't like to do domestic trips because to me, that's boring. It's like, okay, you live here. Yeah. (laughs) I like, you know, you know, I like, um, because I like researching other countries. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like a history thing. So that's what I'm more passionate about. Like I'll do domestic trips. I mean, it takes me like two seconds to do it, mm-hmm. but it's like, I really, I'm not as fulfilled. I specialize in packages, you know, internationally. And then some people only do weddings, gotcha. you know, some people only do certain parts of the country. So I think it just depends on, you know, what the travel agent prefers mm-hmm. as to what their okay. specialty would be. So, but the, to me, everybody's pretty much, you know, the same. So they're, they have access to the same kinds of things, but yes. you, in terms of what an agent would want to work on, specialize in, then that might be different. So, right. yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. No, so, that makes sense. And then was... be wary, but I do want to say be wary because some, like I have noticed like some travel agents, like they will kind of pad the bill um, because I noticed like just before I even became a travel agent, like you'll see like people that have their groups or whatever, like, hey, we'll take you on a trip to Paris and it's like $5,000 like what Mm. like what are you selling just because you're accompanying someone like I would never ever pay that type of price to go to Paris ever I think the most that I paid to go to Paris for my trip was like maybe $1,500 and that's another thing that people don't understand is that travel is not that expensive it really isn't so yeah, I I was one of those people. Like I, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe that's how much it costs. I don't know. No, she, no. She said no. Absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. That's, nope. 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 That's so. Just be aware if someone if you get a price to go on a trip and it's like 
I'm going to say over 2000 because it really depends on what hotel you, sol- mm-hmm. you select. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so if it's like over $2,000 and you're not going for more than a week, then question that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Neat. okay. Now, I always like to um, get what I call a second opinion, which is usually like Costco mm-hmm. travel or, <laughs> yes. you know, just to kind of see what it, what it will cost in, um, uh, just to get an idea, probably even before I tend to reach out to a travel agent, it's like, what What do I want to do? What feels like it's about in my price range? But maybe that's something I could even reserve for yep. talking to my travel agent because like one of my questions I had for you, I'm like you. I love going to a beach. That's a that's something, mm-hmm. even if I don't even get on the beach and I just see the water and I just have a thing yes. for that. But yeah, I'm going to throw throw you a curveball here. What if, even though I love beaches, I do like to think outside of the box. What would you recommend to mm-hmm. me for something that's not a beach? Um, hmm. I mean, is there any well, love so and amazingness like, that doesn't include um, ocean water? Yeah, like, like I love history mm-hmm. and I love like historical things. Like, okay, let's for example, like going to Egypt to see the pyramids. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. something like that okay. um, that works actually you can that feels good remember yeah, you that, can feels go to, good? that feels good mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you can go to paris you can go to london you can go to you know well bangkok has a lot of beaches um budapest i mean there are all types of places that you can go to that it kind of depends like all like what do you like to do outside of the beach so i'll try to figure out like okay what would be an ideal fit for you like do you like to shop you know, amazing mm. shopping outside. Okay, so you don't no, like that. Was, I, y'all can't see me, but I was like, oh no. no. Oh no, that is not. Okay. But I love what you're going with this because I was going to ask you how do, how do you help people find a good, a trip that's good for them? And you're actually going through it with me right now. What do you like to do? Mm. Do you like to shop? No. Yeah. What else you yep. got? You know, and then, yep. but, but keep going. Don't let me get in your way. Yeah, and I'd be like, okay, like for me, because um, when I chose to go to Budapest, everybody was like, why are you going there? That like nobody had weird. Like, okay. I'm like, no, I said, because there's a lot of history there. And also like you can stay at this castle, you know, and just the history of the country and how beautiful it was. The food is amazing because I'm a foodie. Oh. So I'm a huge foodie. And I'm like, okay, the food is amazing. It's so inexpensive. Like we went there for seven days. Mm-hmm stayed at a five-star property literally a castle we went there during a festival and there was a a festival inside the castle um the shopping was amazing so much history that I didn't even realize like that's where the Rubik's Cube was invented was in Budapest like in Hungary so so much stuff Um, I love the Rubik's Cube and I was like see who knew okay so and then like I think the entire trip I think we did seven days the flight I think it was like maybe twelve hundred dollars. It was so. Hold on, I think I paid more to go to Hawaii. I promise you. Oh, we did pay more to go to Hawaii. Yes. (laughs) Hold on. Wait in the world. We are doing this wrong, Ramel. We're doing this all wrong. She stayed in a straight up castle, five star property. Flew there and flew there. Yeah, 
Yep. Mm, yep. I'm doing this wrong. And that included, and then like the excursions, and that's another thing. Like I always book my excursions through this particular company. Mm-hmm. So I always book in advance. So when I get there, my entire trip is already paid for. So the only thing that I have to worry about is tipping. Mm-hmm. And if I buy souvenirs or whatever shopping that I do, because I've always done my research on the food and the food there was so inexpensive. And I'm talking about the most amazing mm-hmm. food ever. Like maybe five or 10 bucks per meal. Like we went to this amazing restaurant that was, um, it's like this really fancy tea house. Like you had to really dress up Mm -hmm. to go in. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a five star, I mean, a five course meal, champagne, dessert, um, full on appetizers, everything. And I don't even think it was, I don't even think the meal was a hundred dollars. Wow. Like, oh, wow. Including your drinks and the whole courses and all And like I had this, hot chocolate with gold in it like just something ridiculous it was just excessive you know i think she's now making stuff up ramel yeah (laughs) i promise you i promise you i am not you can go to my facebook page and check it out i promise you you know um and we went to a bathhouse like this really famous bathhouse wait wait let's go back to that so you got naked with a lot of people in a bathhouse no, 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 it's not. It's, no, you're not naked. <laughs> I'm just, you could be if you wanted to, but no, it's not naked. It's just called a bathhouse. Like when you go there and like they have a really nice pool, you can get a massage. Here would be considered spa. A, a spa yeah. resort, mm-hmm. but there they call it a bathhouse. Gotcha. But it's like you just go lounge all day, you know, have drinks, sip tea and just sit around the pool and get a nice massage or a mud mm-hmm. bath or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll ask you all those questions. Like, what do you like to do? Okay. Okay. Let's, and I'll send you back options and say, well, what about this place? Or what about this place? And we just figure it out. Yeah. Like we just, until you decide ultimately, Hey, this is perfect for me. So it's just kind of finding a place that fits all your, um, checks off all the boxes that you want. Girl, that just makes me more and more excited about getting out of here to travel. Yeah, me too. Um, but it also makes me think about like, you've, you've done all this work with working with a client but have you ever had to say this isn't working this relationship here it's not you it's me <laughs> De- declined declined um no when a customer is because a lot of people again think that they're paying you and it's like well no you're not so they feel like they'll want you to do all the research and you're because you're sending them quotes and then they'll ultimately like book it on their own because they feel like, okay, well, I don't want to pay you. Like, That's and it's rude. like, well, yeah. And it's like, well, you paid the same thing through like Expedia. You just don't, because you went online and booked it yourself. You didn't actually speak to someone, but you still paid a commission on that trip. Right. So when I find that people are asking for like 20 and 30 quotes and it's like, uh, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Um, like ultimately what it is, what is it that you want to do? And for me, like I only work by referrals. So then I know that the person is serious and they're re- I'm really ready to book. Mm. So unless you're referred by someone or I think you're serious, then I don't spend a lot of time. I may extend you one or two, but if you keep asking and I know that you're just shopping around, ultimately you're going to book it yourself. And I don't invest a lot of energy in it. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So well, you have had to fire a client. That's, I think the answer oh yeah, is a couple, definite. A couple. Yeah, it's like, you know Oh, what? yeah, absolutely. That's it. I'm not giving you any more. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. I'll tell them that. I'm like, okay, well, 
it seems like you're not really clear on what it is that you want to do. And um, I haven't charged you anything. And if you want to continue, then I will require a deposit to continue sending you quotes because it's my time, Yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and then that'll sever the um, relationship to get all together because if you're serious, you're going to be like, okay, how much for the deposit? Right. Right. But if you say, well, no, then okay. The conversation is over. So I know you're not serious. You're just trying to use my research to then go book it yourself. So I, well, yeah, I think it's you have to protect, you have to set your own boundaries mm-hmm. and protect your resources and your time is your resource. So Absolutely. You, know. you talked about protection and it made me think of travel insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I, It makes sense. I can see a lot of ways to, reasons why to add it. At the same time, I can see people going, yeah, it's just another expense. And so oh, like, I me, know I'm going, I know I'm going. I'm going to make, I'm going to go. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Go. Why do I need that? Right. So why do I need to travel insurance? Yeah. How important is it really? Very important. Um, Domestically, I'm going to say not so much because you're in the United States. So let's say um, if something happens to you, you can use your own medical insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you can get back to where you need to be. So domestically, uh, I'm with that. If you know you're going, then ultimately, I don't think you need it. But if you're stepping foot outside of these great United States, Mm -hmm. you definitely want it. Because um, let's say you leave the country and number one, first thing, you lose your luggage. Well, let's say your baggage is delayed for two days. You have no clothes. You have no toiletries. What do you do? Cry. Okay. Well, if I, yeah, because if I if I have travel insurance, okay, if my bag is delayed for more than six hours, they'll allot you five hundred dollars to go shop. Mm. You know, to buy whatever you need for the next two days until you're going to get your luggage, and that's huge because you know you can go buy a couple outfits, you get your toiletries or whatever, just enough to get you by for the next two days, and they're going to reimburse you. I want to shop like her. Uh, take five hundred dollars and that's just what you need for a couple of outfits yeah we need to shot you. <laughs> right <laughs> well hey if they're gonna give me free money hey i'm gonna leave it that's up true. okay okay so yeah because i want something good i'm like okay wait because that's happened to me when we went to dubai my luggage was the blade so we got to go shopping which was great got some great stuff nice so uh, um also getting sick so if you're out of the country and you get sick, guess what? Um, if you have to call a doctor or go to the hospital, the first thing they're going to ask is if you have travel insurance. Mm. So you need it. Um, if you have, if you get injured and you have to be evacuated back to the United States, travel insurance is going to cover all that. Mm. Um, if you lose your passport, they'll assist you in um, passport services. So having travel insurance is very important when you're leaving outside the country. And it is expensive. And I tell my customers, it's expensive if you book it with your package. So I always tell my travel, I mean, my customers, like call your credit card company, ask them if they offer travel insurance. And more than likely, it's a lot less than what I could offer you and you'll get more. Mm -hmm. So like I have American Express, so their um, travel insurance package is awesome. Like I've used it a couple of times. They always um, reimburse you right away. Just keep your receipts. Everything that you paid out, they reimburse you right away. Um, the 1-800 number, they're on it. Mm-hmm. They offer great services. If you lose your passport, they will make sure that they, you know, get on it and get you to the embassy, whatever you need. Any, they'll wire you money. Okay. Yeah, we need you know, that. So, we need that. 
yeah that sounds so like a no if you're leaving yeah if you're leaving the country get it because you just never know what's gonna happen like and like I said we because me and my cousin always travel together like she got sick and I had to um call a doctor to the hotel mm. you know yeah so and they sent her you know he came out wrote her a prescription went and got it filled or whatever so you know she was back at it like two days later but ultimately could you imagine if we didn't have travel insurance right the hotel wouldn't have called a doctor to the hotel they'd have been like okay figure it out like call 911 you know wow so yeah well are there any yeah. items that insurance travel insurance doesn't call cover that's important to know no because um especially through your insurance company, I mean, through your credit card, like they cover everything. They cover medical, they cover dental, they cover death, they cover evacuation, getting you back to the United States. Oh, wow. They cover, it even, covers a lot of- I didn't know it yeah. covered health. I really thought travel insurance was like, your flight gets canceled, nope. you get sick it, and you can't yep. go and you need to reschedule or something. I didn't realize that travel insurance- Yeah, that's the front, yeah, that's, yeah, it covers that for if you have to cancel or something happens. But no, once you get to the country or wherever you're going, it covers you because your medical insurance that you have at your job doesn't always cover you when you leave the country. Right. So even though you have health insurance, um, when you go to another country, they may not recognize like United Healthcare mm-hmm. or whatever- um, Signal, they're like, What's that? Right. They're going to ask you if you have travel insurance, right? Wow. Okay, that that right there is enough. I'm like, Travel That's enough. insurance, <laughs> that nah. no brainer, yeah. okay? I yeah, got, I'm convinced. Yep, yeah. get it, get it. <laughs> if you get had, it, if it you didn't, for if you didn't get it yet, Jennifer says, Get it. If you didn't get it, I use it on every single trip. Gotcha, every trip. Wonderful. I love that. Okay. I'm well, reminded of that commercial. Then the old lady says, I put that beep on everything. That's what, that's what I just heard. Exactly. Because I'm just like, because I get, when I leave, because, you know, I'm my mom's only daughter and my mom can't afford, if something happens to me, she couldn't afford to pay to get me back to the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're stranded, guess if you're sick and you're in the hospital, like what happens? You know, there's no guarantees. Like you don't know what, like if you need emergency surgery and they're like, okay, you don't have insurance, you know? Right. No. Cause you never know what's going to happen when you leave the country. Like you could get sick, bad food poisoning. You could be injured, break your arm, break your leg. Anything could happen. Right. And then if your flight is delayed coming back, okay, you got to buy another flight. Who's going to pay for that? I'm not trying to, I just refuse to come out of pocket for some unnecessary expense. No insurance. Insurance. Well, <laughs> that's fantastic. I appreciate that. And um, so, but now I just really, we're getting to the point of the show where we are going to talk about the top stuff. Okay. So okay. Um, I want to ask you, what is the top most underrated international location that you have been to that you want people to know about budapest go to budapest I wrote that down. Like, literally like yeah will smith goes there all the time kevin hart just went there for his wife's birthday last month like now more people like celebrities are going mm-hmm. and they have like great music festivals like off the chain budapest? and people it's like a Okay. Like when we went there, like we were the only black people. Like I saw one other black person and we were like, Hey girl, like we knew each other. And we, (laughs) 
because you walk like that though, right <laughs> yeah because you walk around and they're like looking at you like you're a celebrity like uh, like because they don't see black people like nobody black goes there you know wow and they're so mesmerized like oh my god you're black you know they don't say it but you know they want to touch you and it's like don't try it don't do that but don't do that. <laughs> yeah no no no, no. That. that's what we're not gonna do like and uh, you can look but don't touch <laughs> yeah. but it's just like you're walking through and you're like in a parade and you're like it's me I'm a queen you know you just that's how you feel because wow. that's how they're like they're mesmerized by you yeah it was, it was fun. That's interesting. It was fun. How about um, an overrated trip location? Um, For me, I loved Paris, but I felt like it was overrated because I felt like the people were extremely rude. Because mm. mm-hmm. they expect for you to speak French or, <laughs> and they just have this air like, okay, you're, you know, you don't speak French and we're not going to speak French. And they were just like, they just aren't open and receptive to you. Mm-hmm. Like, like London, there wasn't as much to see in London, but the people were so awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they go out of their way to talk to you, to um, give you information. But yeah, Paris wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. that was like the down spot for me. That was like the, the negative for me. Like I loved being there. I loved the food. I loved the vibe, but I just felt like the people were rude. Mm. Okay. Rude people. No, not into no, we that. Yeah. That. We, we yeah. that. Yeah. But Paris is nice. Like I, I can't, I mean, take away the people, like the people, but yeah, it's beautiful. And the food is amazing. Got it. Well, that is, that's cool. So um, how about, now I know we've talked about like making arrangements where you have too tight of a connection, but do you have like another top mistake that people make when they're making their own international um, plans, travel plans? Um, yeah, not budgeting. <laughs> like you'll stay at a hotel and you'll book the flight, but you don't consider like how much the food costs, mm-hmm. um, how much transportation costs. Mm-hmm. So I think that people like, okay, I booked the package, but they don't look at the other costs and then they get there and they don't have enough money to survive the entire week. And then they're like, oh my God, like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. So that's the, I've seen a lot of that too. It's like, you have to look at everything. And that's again, what your travel agent will tell you like, Hey, you're staying in a pretty pricey neighborhood. You do know that you're going to need a hotel to go here and to go there. Because when I look to book packages, like, and I'll ask like, what do you want to do when you get there? Mm -hmm. So I try to book you in a location where you can walk to everything that you want to go to if you choose to do so. Mm -hmm. So then you don't have to get an Uber. You don't have to get a taxi because some places the taxes are really expensive and in some places they aren't, you know, no matter where you go. So it's just like, I try to look at the logistics. Okay. Like what type of food do you like? Okay. What price point do you have? And I try to like, okay, here are some top restaurants. I'll break it down. Like this is the cost of this restaurant. So just try to give you that logistics and ultimately the cost. So you have an idea of what everything is truly going to cost when you get there. Okay. All right. I like that. That was helpful. Uh, again, also like, yeah, I need a travel agent because I don't want to do all that. Research. I know. This, I, don't, I, was like, I was exhausted mm, while I was you exhausted were talking. thinking about it. I was like, oh my God. Like, whose idea is that? Not mine. Okay. See, and I love all that. And that's why I love all that research part. Like, okay, what's the best restaurants? What's the price point? Like, I'm telling you, when I get there, like, I know down to the penny how much I'm going to spend. Mm. Like, I already know. Mm. All right. 
I've already picked out my restaurants. Like, okay, dinner's gonna cost this. Like, I already know. I have a full on itinerary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's why you do that's, stuff. That's for why us. this is your job. This yeah. is why you chose that. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so then the last thing we wanted to ask you is what is your top travel hack? Ooh, this is my favorite, favorite, favorite one. Oh my God. Okay. So the first thing that I do, and you're gonna laugh. The first thing I do as soon as I check into my hotel, like I will sit down and I write a note to the housekeeper. Because when you stay overseas, like internationally, the hotels have the really nice robes and the slippers, right? Mm-hmm. I love the slippers. Okay. So I'll write her a note and say, hey, you know, hi, my name is Jennifer. I'll be staying here for the week. And um, could you please like leave me more slippers or whatever it is I'm doing? I, I love extra towels and I love the slippers because I get those slippers and I take them back. Like I'll have like 10 or 15 pair when I leave because I use them when I'm, I use them when I'm on the airplane. Because when you're on a long flight, you know, I want to take my shoes off, but I'm not walking around in my socks. Right. So I'll use those slippers to walk around the airplane, you know, or when I'm going to a hotel, I use those slippers. Like I still have tons of slippers. Like, I don't know if you guys can see these. These are from Egypt. You are not showing your we, camera. So yeah, this so whole time. Oh, I thought I was showing my camera. I'm sorry, but that's all. Ugh. But anyway, but that is my top travel hack is leave a note and leave a tip. Like on the first day, I'll leave $20, okay? Mm-hmm. Just to get her attention because number one, I don't want any of my stuff stolen. Gotcha. So it's to establish that rapport with her that, hey, I'm going to tip you. If I'm tipping you $20 on the first day, what do you think I'm going to tip you when I leave if you take care of me? Right. So right. guess what? She's going to bring me in stacks of slippers every day. She's going to bring me in all the good toiletries. She's going to make sure that I have tons of towels. She's going to make sure that my room is perfect. And she's going to make, you know how they'll swap out the housekeeper? She's going to say, no, 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 no. This is my room. This is mine. Yeah. And then every day I'll leave her a tip. And like, if I go out and so like, sometimes I'll even bring her back like a snack or something that I bought. Mm -hmm. I'll bring her, like, I'll leave her a little stuff. Just like, hey, thank you. You're awesome. I appreciate that you did this on the last day. I'm going to leave her another big tip, you know, but every day I'll leave her a tip. And at the end, I'll leave her another big tip. But I've never had anything stolen. Mm -hmm. And I I don't hide my stuff. I've never had money stolen. I never had anything taken. I don't have to worry about it because now we have that rapport. Mm-hmm. And then also it's important to have a rapport with the staff. That's the man at the front door. Mm-hmm. That's the concierge, the front desk, because you're a tourist. Right. And you want them to take note of when you leave and when you return. So if you don't return, you want them saying, hey, I didn't see Jennifer today. Mm. So you make a point to speak to them. Hey, how are you doing today? Okay, I'm going out. Where are you going? This is where I'm going. Okay. So at the end of the day, and they'll be like, oh, how was your day? You know, they'll be looking for you. So I do that to make sure that someone knows where I am and someone's looking for me to return. So always talk about to the that. staff. Never thought about that Always talk all. to the staff. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Talk to the staff. Love Because they'll recognize you and they'll be like, hey, how was your day? And then when you check in, ask for complimentary upgrades. And if I'm nice to the um, the doorman, guess what? I'm like, hey, well, I want to go here. Um, can I use the um, hotel car? No problem. They'll let you use the comp- I meant the hotel car. Complimentary. Mm, okay. So, it's, yeah, you want to talk to them. You want to be nice. Like, let them know who you are. I love that. I feel like I'm ready to engage. I like, know. I was, I'm ready. Yeah. To, and now I need to plan my trip. 
I know it was like, <laughs> hmm, Jennifer, where are we going next? Yeah, where okay. Are we going next, we need another plan. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many good spots. Like oh. so many great spots. Hidden gems. Oh my goodness. Well, I and it's not as expensive as you think. That's really what you've is. been People saying. Think it so is. I want to trust that and and it, give you a call later for some ideas I got. I, okay. I know. Seriously. No, seriously. I want the good <laughs> prices, Jennifer. <laughs> hey. I, Listen, you know what my um, middle name is? What's that? Bob. You lying. Balling on a budget. Oh. <laughs> All right, Bob. Awesome. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, people think that I spend, like, um, five to $10,000 on every trip. And I'm like, are you high? <laughs> like, I would never, I would never spend that. Like, I absolutely wouldn't. Oh, God. Okay. Never. Well, I think this is a great time for you to tell everybody <laughs> how they can get in touch with you, Jennifer, um, because I think you have just laid everything out for so many of us. And I would love it if you got an influx of people to come to your to you. Awesome. Well, the best way to reach me is through my email. It's S as in Stafford, T is in travel, A is in agency. So S-T-A dot in teletravel. That's I-N-T-E-L-E. T-R-A-V-E-L at gmail.com. And then I also have my website, sta.intelatravel.com. But the best way to reach me is through email. I respond immediately and then we can get started from there. So it's all about, you know, establishing the rapport and getting you the perfect vacation for you. That's my goal. Awesome. And we're going to have all of her contact information on our show notes. So if you didn't get it, don't worry about it. Just go to the show notes and it will be there. But can I just say, wow. Yeah, that I was mean, great. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm enthusiastic. See, I told you. <laughs> I, I told you it would happen. I told you. You just have to yes, have that passion yes. and that energy to want to travel and to be open to seeing something new and different like okay just be open like whatever happens it happens I'm just gonna take the adventure wherever it leads me that's what that means go with the flow exactly with the flow well thank you so much Jennifer Stafford for coming and I mean like seriously I learned so much in the last 45 50 minutes it's unreal yeah so I want to thank you I mean First of all, I, I know we're getting ready to go, but first of all, Jennifer is the only reason why we made it to Hawaii, okay? Because <laughs> Tawanda was ready to cancel everything, everything. after COVID, huh? Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> She's the only reason we made it through COVID and travel, the only reason. So um, we so appreciate you um, coming by and talking with us. And we appreciate um, our listeners for coming back every week and giving us a try, giving us a listen. So until next time, y'all, peace and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, 
Peace, Peace and, and blessings. blessings.